0: Awesome. good morning 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 hi great welcome everyone happy monday you're joining clara and stephanie for the practice with clara morning gathering uh, this week our theme is ether and we're very excited to talk about uh, ether in context to the five elements and how they relate to your body your veda and the current reality we're all living in so ether in terms of spaciousness yeah
1: and so I just wanted to uh, Steph gave a little bit of context but I'll give a little bit more in terms of the five elements and so uh, in both Chinese and Indian medicine in Indian medicine known as Ayurveda or TCM traditional Chinese medicine uh, the theory of the world is that everything is made up of the five elements and the five elements being earth water fire air and ether and so we thought we would start with the most subtle one because why not? And so uh, the five elements essentially make up the world around us and they also make up our bodies. So in terms of Ayurveda, Ayurveda is the sister science of yoga and it essentially is a, um, a map on how we can take care of our bodies and our minds to create balance. So yoga is the physical aspect or the meditation Uh, aspect of the practice and then Ayurveda is the practical part and so the five elements come into Ayurveda and so we thought that we talk a lot about uh, the physical practice of yoga but it's also nice to talk about the energetic so we thought this would be a great time to kind of tap into ether which is the most subtle of all the five elements and so the difference between all the other elements is that ether is everywhere it's in everything. It's an element that all the elements are a part of, and um, it is a part of none of them. So it's a, very, it's a very ethereal quality. And I thought I would actually share, I would start with sharing a little bit of a uh, background in terms of the five elements and how they relate to each other. And uh, I'm reading this from one of my favorite books by Shiva Ray, Tending the Heart Fire. And so I thought that I would just share this. So if you're with us, joining us, I'm going to just read a little bit of a passage and you can either just quite simply remain as you are or close your eyes. I find for me, closing my eyes when I'm receiving a reading just makes it a little bit easier to take in the information without being distracted by all the things around. And so here we go, embodying the five elements. Ether is the pure space that first manifests from consciousness, being awareness. Space is not considered inert, but is instead filled with vibrating particles that change. Depending on the observer's point of view, from energy to matter and matter to energy in less than a billionth of a second. When ether condenses, atoms and molecules are formed, such as hydrogen, oxygen, and other gases. And these are all the part of the air principle, which is movement. When movement intensifies, heat emerges and this becomes fire. Fire is the principle of metabolism in life forms and heat in the non-sentient. From fire, the water principle is born just when hydrogen burns and water is produced. Intense heat melts many metals, transforming matter into a fluid state. From water, the earth principle evolves, representing the solid state of matter characterized by form and structure. Our body, minds, and spirits are made up of these five elements at both the gross and subtle level. And so I just thought that was kind of a nice context to give the five elements and how they essentially build out of one out of the other, which I thought was like such a cool idea. But it starts with ether, it starts with consciousness. And so we thought might as well start with the big one.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. In, con- in kind of thinking about space and all the space we have right now, we've been talking a lot about um, last week in what we're creating in all of this space that we have uh, this time to be a little bit more internal facing, reflecting, uh, meditating, whatever you want to call it. And the kinds of ways uh, we're using this time, this space, to create what we want to bring into the world. And we ask people to jump into Facebook and share some of the projects they've been working on, which is really cool to see different, um, like, arts and crafts. And, uh, Claire, you mentioned that you wrote letters to friends, which, who writes letters? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yes. I create. I created my, uh, my creation for the weekend was uh, I love rubber stamps. I haven't done them in ages because who has the time? Yes. But I had the time this weekend, so I pulled out my box of rubber stamps and made all these beautiful thank you cards uh, that I'm going to send to people that I love this week because, yeah, it's nice to receive mail.
0: Totally. That's not a bill. Remember, last time I got mail, it wasn't like a bill, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So space in terms of kind of what – the space you're embodying in your own uh, home right now, and then how that the ripple effect of what you want to make create for yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. So the idea the idea of space in terms of the uh, in terms of the element itself, and kind of exploring that in your practice. Uh, we generally explore the 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 element of ether uh, in meditation. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll be exploring that this week. I'll be offering a meditation tomorrow on on our IG live, exploring literally expanding our um, awareness to feel and inhabit the space around us. And so, one of the things that we wanted to talk about today and and what we'd love you to ponder on right is with all this literal space around you unless you live in a tiny apartment and there's a lot of you then you might be like I don't feel any space but I find that for a lot of us we're feeling a lot of space like if you've been walking outside we're having the social distancing so I don't know like we went for a walk yesterday and it's like Everyone's been great about it, but it's such an interesting dynamic that as you're walking towards someone, you're thinking, should I move, should I be moving to the left? Or are they going to move to the right? Should I get on the street? Like how much, how can I continue to be, I'm being way more aware of how much space I have between people where I was in the supermarket yesterday, you know, and you're going to go down an aisle and the aisle's kind of small and you're like, should I wait for this person to, you know, finish getting what they're getting or should I come back to this aisle in a little bit? right? So we're wondering in terms of, for you, my friends, um, what, how, have you, how have you been exploring the space or how has it been making you feel? And then I'm going to ask you, Steph, how has it been making you feel?
0: I, whenever I go out, I feel almost uncomfortable just with some, like this morning when I went to get a few groceries, um, paying at the counter, if they want you to stay back you know, behind the yellow line, which totally, I get it. But going to pay, the woman kept asking me to back up. And I was like, okay, but I like, I need to give you my card to pay. But she kept being like, back up, back up. So I was like, okay, there's all this space between us. Like, I'm now reaching across to give you my card. It was very, very weird. And I get it. But I'm also like, okay, we still have to do certain things. And like, she was wearing gloves, and I've been washing my hands, so. I'm still kind of adapting to the different discomfort that comes with it. But again, being conscious of staying, staying the appropriate distance away from people. I'm like, I said last week, I do love the space consciously that I have right now to do the things that I love. Now that I'm kind of tapping into a slower rhythm, right? That's yeah. But going out is still very, discombobulating and seeing the, the empty parks and it's just it's still bizarre. I feel like it won't be as this progresses over the weeks but right now it's still a little bit weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah I was watching uh some people uh, who were going on a walk together but practicing social distancing so one woman was walking in the middle of the street and her friend was walking on the sidewalk so they were pretty much were yelling. Yeah, to have their conversation. <laughs> conversation. Yeah. So you're like, we're actually all having this conversation together. <laughs> Which is also kind of cool. I feel like and then I felt like I, it was okay if I joined in. Yeah, <laughs> you're because was loud sure. enough. You're like, first oh, I'm, I'm kind of in this with you guys afar, but with you on the other side on the other sidewalk. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been an interesting one. And one other thing that I've been thinking a lot about in terms of space in this way is that, you know, I don't uh, I'm sure I don't know if it's happening in the on on the on the on the boats, but at 7pm every day, you know, people are coming out onto their balconies or out onto the street and making noise to honor all the um, people, the healthcare workers who are working very hard to try to contain this and so we come out onto the uh onto the balcony every night and i feel like i've created i feel like we now there's a community of people that i've never seen before uh, who come out onto their balconies and there's this one couple who have uh guitars and they usually sing Uh, but lately the last like two days there's another there's another building that i guess has a lot of musicians who play horns so they've all come out with their horns and uh, they're really going for it. And then it's really sweet because now there's a family kind of uh, one rooftop over from us who have all brought out their pots and pans. So I feel like we are, it's almost starting to feel like Mardi Gras for about two minutes. You know, there's like the horns going, the kids are clanking, and we're like, (laughs) you know, we're like doing our yelling thing um out the window and Alejandro's got his, like maraca going you know and then people are on the streets and some people are clanking the um the street lights and then the horns are going and okay, so it's a
0: way more energized neighborhood than where oh, i live it's it's that's been awesome.
1: so cool so in that way i feel like i'm making contact with people like i'm seeing them from afar i'm looking out my my balcony window that's why i keep doing looking this way is i'm seeing them from afar and i feel like we are Like it, it feels like we're a community of people that I've I've never. I was like I've never seen these people before in my life. Like I'm kind of looking and I'm like I don't think I've seen them in the neighborhood. But but we're like what you know. And this idea of um, of coming together from a very wide birth, let's say in terms of space. Totally. But but I've really been enjoying. I mean, it makes me I almost cry every single time because there's also this sadness about the fact that we have to do this together. But. In the same breath it does it does bring hope like things are hopefully changing thanks to these amazing people who are working really hard in the medical system
0: it kind of gives a a point in time of your day like that's a demarcation of the day for me when i hear because i don't have very many engagements in my day outside of like our 11 o'clock chats and maybe a few other things but it's very loosely defined but i know it's seven when i hear the pots and pans and the cheering. I'm like, oh, it's 7 o'clock. It's yeah. It's the end of the day. Like, oh, it, it does.
1: And lately the crows, um, the crows always leave at sunset yeah. and and they leave later and later because the sun has been out longer and longer. But they've been leaving around seven ten. So it's so interesting. We're all clanking and then all of That's a sudden a all these black crows are like, because they go east, we face east. So they go, oh. so it's like we're clanking and then these birds come. It's so, uh, yeah, I feel... I'm like, oh, I you're feel like in I've... Area, Clara. Yeah, I, yeah, nice I, things that I'd never would definitely would never have noticed before. But yes, you're right. When I, as soon as I start hearing the sounds, I'm like, it's seven o'clock time to go, you know, and <laughs> yes. out, we go outside <laughs> and do it. Yeah, totally. So that's been another way that I think I've been uh exploring space that I had never done before in my life. You know, I feel like, like you said, I'm you're kind of usually wrapped up in your own little bubble. And so yeah. this gives this expansive quality of like, whoa, what's happening outside of my sphere?
0: And that's a big one that I've been thinking about in terms of space and kind of going outside of my day-to-day, your routine, you're being, I'm being forced to look at different ways to interact with communities and other people and not being so single lens, right? And breaking open like... I'm not practicing yoga right now because I live on a boat and it's been raining. So I'm like, Oh, what are other ways that I can explore yoga? What are other ways that I can be a part of that community that aren't necessarily the same ways that I
1: used to approach them? Yeah. And so building on that in terms of, and we'll be exploring that tomorrow in terms of the meditation of how do I, uh, and you said it so beautifully, like how do I expand uh, my understanding of what my quote-unquote practice looks like totally you know and, and I... yeah go ahead no
0: well I was gonna say your uh the class this week themed ether coinciding with all of our discussions um the movement that you're you're leading the the students through very fluid and the 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 undulations of breath with the smooth the opening of the hands and um yeah it's very fluid and soft, and you keep saying like Move at your own pace, you don't need to stay with me. like find a rhythm that serves you. Go in your own rhythm, create your yeah. own rhythm um, and
1: and part of that practice, um, and I can't remember if I did it for this specific class, but when you explore ether, so this is an offering to our community is like when you're exploring the element of ether in the practice, there's no real drishti. The eyes are soft. You're at a half gaze and jaw is soft and you're essentially widening your periphery so that you can see everything around you. And so that would be the other offering in terms of, and we'll do it in the meditation tomorrow, but like in terms of when you're exploring that kind of practice of, eye soft, jaw relaxed. And it has this expansive quality where you're not really, I'm doing it kind of right now, just to give you a sense, like you're not really looking at anything, you're taking it all in. And that again, is this idea of widening the perspective. And so why would we do that? This is one of the questions that I get a lot when I teach the theme of ether in classes, like, why would you teach the theme of ether? It's, it's very subtle. It doesn't make too much sense. And um, it's exactly for the reason of widening our perspective because sometimes I think I'll go into this, my uh, Alan Watts story. That's my favorite called the bug's eye view versus the bird's eye view. And what tends to happen in our everyday life is that we get bogged down with what's happening right in front of us, my to-do list, you know, the, 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 what needs to get done. And one of the, I wouldn't, yeah. One of the graces of this period that we're in right now is that we literally are widening our perspective because we the t- the day to day has been disrupted, and so um, this Alan Watts uh, story goes that there was a bug that lived in a rug, and he went about doing his bug things every single day, and he complained about what bugs complain about, and he moves through the rug, you know, uh, doing what he does, and then one day a bird flies down and picks up the bug and begins to fly away. And as he begins to fly away, the bug looks down and he realizes he lives in one of the most beautiful rugs. But he had no idea that he lived in this rug because all he saw was du- was directly in front of him. And so this is the idea of the bug's eye view versus the bird's eye view. And the, the, one of the greatest gifts that the practice can give us meditation practice yoga practice anything that widens our awareness is that it pulls us out of the mundane so that hopefully we can see the sacred within the mundane right and so as the bug is being pulled out and looking around all of a sudden it gives perspective yeah. right and and again i feel like one of the graces of this period that we're in right now is you know, in some ways, this opportunity to step back and perhaps see the bigger picture, Yeah. you know, and at least at, in our household, I wrote this in my beauty report on the Facebook group, in our household, what we're trying to do every night is um, a gratitude, a gratitude share between the two of us which includes kind of like a beauty report and just thinking of in this one day, what am I grateful for that showed up? And I think that it's changed. We try to do it. We try to do it. And we've been trying to do it in regular life, but we've definitely been doing it now. And I think what we're sharing is different than what we shared when life was quote unquote normal.
0: In Mm -hmm. what way? Like how, what's, how do you think it's shifted?
1: I think that one of the, uh, and it'd be interesting to hear, but I think one of the greatest gifts that I, uh, that I'm receiving through all this is uh, what I've taken for granted. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things I would say that I would take for granted is that you can, I can go to the, like, I, uh, I was chatting with a friend of mine. I grocery shop like every other day. Like I live literally around the corner from two amazing supermarkets. So I kind of figure out that day what I want to make, you know, And, uh, right now we're being asked to minimize how much we go in a grocery store. So I have to start thinking like bigger picture, like what's the week going to be like, what do I want to cook? And, um, so in that way, it's been like, I know that seems like so mundane, but it's been like, oh yeah, something that I totally used to take for granted, you know, I can't, I can't do right now, or I'm being asked not to do, which I fully respect. And so, um, yeah, I feel like it's been small things like that, or, uh, we've, I've been really grateful, uh, that we still have running water, you know, that I I can still turn on the faucet and, and drink water and not have to worry about that. You know, like just, I feel like it's been things like that, that generally I think about like the people that I spoke to that day is usually in my gratitude list or, you know, like the interactions I had, but instead I'm like, we have running water.
0: The essentials really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you what is what has it been showing up for you in terms of the perspective
0: um more in terms of how i spend my time like i'm really evaluating the 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 projects and people that i have in my life and how i'm spending my time the conversations i'm having and um what i want to create i really was drawn to that last week and now this Mm -hmm. week i'm like okay in terms of the space like idle time what comes through in the space if you can let go of the bugs mind like let go of thinking that you need to have a to-do list or engagements to appear for or all these different people relying on you in your job like i don't, I don't have that right now So it's like okay in the space what will come forward and and it's not in seeking an answer i'm trying really hard right now to just be patient and sit with what is happening instead of forcing myself into, you know, keeping busy per se. And I was sharing with a girlfriend this weekend, also a yoga teacher, um, cause everyone's doing stuff online right now and I don't feel drawn to it, but a part mm-hmm. of me is like, should I be doing this? Yeah. But again, that's my busy brain, like going around in circles. So mm-hmm. oh, it's stepping back kind of like the bird's eye view and letting the, the, the answers and the wisdom come from within just being present and patient. Yeah. And I think maybe Clara, uh, speak to, you know, in the bird's eye view, uh, like tapping into say it's a higher consciousness or that patience, letting the answers come from within how you do that, why you would want to do that. Maybe talk about, you know, like what is higher consciousness? How does ether relate to a bird's eye view of high, like this higher
1: perspective? Whoo! <laughs> okay, I was like, again, do we have a couple hours? I will <laughs> do my best to condense this. Cole's notes. Okay, Cole's notes. Here we go. There are two two aspects of everything and the two aspects are the gross and the subtle and the gross being that which is tangible that which is material and the subtle is that which cannot be seen and the example of that in our own physical bodies that what ayurveda would give to us is our physical body and our mind right the mind is theoretical we can talk about it but you can't really touch it i mean you can touch your brain but you can't touch your thoughts okay and so consciousness or ether or space is the same idea it's the most subtle of all the elements it can't touch it but it's there we know it's there Mm -hmm. it's the same idea that people would compare to um, their relationship to god or their relationship to the divinity or their relationship to something that is unexplainable but can be felt Mm. Yeah. yeah and, and, and as yogis, and I'm, sh- I'm sure we've, you've all, we've all felt this, especially hatha yoga practitioners, meaning the physical uh, practitioners, is you have those moments in the practice or in deep states of uh, relaxation where mm-hmm. all of a sudden you don't know where you end and, and the rest of the world begins. Right You have these moments where all of a sudden it's like everything kind of falls away is how some people describe it, or there's a feeling of a wider connection to all things, like there's no separation, mm-hmm. and that is when we start to feel the the element of ether or when we feel uh if we were talking about it in terms of um, uh, in terms of divinity, it's like when we feel the divine in either ourselves or the world around us or both and so when we feel that it's generally when people start to feel really whole, right? There's a sense of wholeness because there's no separation. There's nothing that they're seeking. And essentially it's the goal of yoga, right? And if we go classical yoga in terms of Pantanjali's uh, yoga sutras, right? The little S self who we think we are, right? This being that I am Clara and my big S self, which doesn't have a name and is this, all pervading energy when those two come together so when who we think we are and you know who everybody and everything in the world is when those two come together or when they connect to each other it creates yoga it creates the union and so the five elements ayurveda doesn't have like a god it's it's uh it's it's not it's not atheism, but it doesn't believe in there being a divinity, but it does believe that there is a greater, a greater energy, right? Known as ether or space. When, when we are balanced with all of our material self and our, and our subtle self, when we come together, it creates this wholeness, right? And this balance. And that's essentially what we're seeking both on and off the mat. Got Okay. I was like, I could keep going into it. But I think that that is like the perfect thing to chew on for now.
0: That's enough. Yeah. Nice little drop for setting up the rest of the week. I feel. Yeah,
1: yes, 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 yes. Um, And so I want to, I just want to leave us with the question. So the question we're, we have a question at the end of every single um, uh, discussion together, and then we'll post it on the Facebook page. And we'd love you to write your answers in because it's been it's been beautiful to hear from so many of you. Uh, to write your answers in for us to share as a community. So the question is, and this is what Steph and I essentially just went into for a little while is, right, what is what has been your relationship to space since we've literally been creating more space through social distancing, and what kind of perspective or insight have you received from it? Mm. so on a physical tangible level because we've created more space what has that arisen what what has that arisen or what observations have you seen in yourself and then what perspective have you had from having more mm. um, time right the the, the more subtle thing so space on a physical level and space on on an on a on a on an mental level. Yeah.
0: Great question.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and for everyone uh, who's joined us, so the theme this week is ether, just to wrap it up, uh, tomorrow Claire, Claire is going to go into uh, Shiva, story about Shiva, some storytelling and more of a experiential um, discussion with meditation and some breath work. Uh, another little piece I'll leave you with On Practice with Clara, uh, she has five classes that are themed around each of the elements. So fire, earth, air, water, and ether. If you want to go to practice with Clara, um, everything's available through her Instagram. Then you can take these classes and kind of embody what each of the elements mean. Could be interesting to uh, set the tone of your week as we talk about ether. And then the class uh, being released at the end of this week, ether flow, will kind of Tie everything off that we've been talking and sharing and practicing together um so yeah you can check it out join the facebook group join the conversation and thank you for joining us today you can hop over 11 tomorrow with clara for uh storytelling and shiva it's gonna be good
1: thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for all the comments and the love down below we really appreciate you taking the time to be with us and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So feel free to join the conversation on the on the Facebook group, or uh, as we're seeing, the comments coming in.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: Uh, peace and bless everybody. Thank you, Clara. Uh, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. See you.